the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey, looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Woo day. It is all mine. And I especially like it when I get to boss around and be the boss lady, when I got a male producer in the booth and one of my male friends on the phone, and then I get to be all kinds of bossy to everybody. Don't you guys just love it? <laughs> hey, at least Elhoff is laughing. I'm not even getting, I'm getting no still response. 24. <laughs> you know what see this is financial thought dr dave elhoff see he's a real man right in addition to being a former navy aviator aka call sign fighting meadows now he's brilliant financial uh thought doctor in addition to that he's so confident enough in himself that he can have a giggle at me um acting like he, i'm he, the he. boss lady I've got a story in San Diego to share with you. It's a money story a little bit later, Elhoff, that I think you're going to crack up as well because it's so absurd that it just bears laughing at. Um, I don't know that I can laugh about what's going on with this whole debt ceiling fight. There's not any real battle going on. The Republican Party's trying to act like they're in some battle with Joe Biden over the debt ceiling, and then they want us to applaud today that the House Republicans have passed a deal, I think, with 215 votes. Um, this is they're, they're trying to tout this as a win, right? Like Marjorie Taylor Greene was all over media. Look at this win we've got. We passed this bill, you know, that, that um, they're calling it the um, lower save and um, grow act but the only thing it's it's um growing is the debt in my opinion did you see this yeah you sent me that article i read it and uh joe biden says it'd be a crime if they don't raise the debt ceiling well let me tell you what the real crime is is the way he's trying to give away money yeah and his inflation bill is going to create more inflation so they should call it the inflation increasing bill, not the inflation reduction bill. Well, and this bill from the, the Republicans, excuse me for 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 um, interrupting, but the Republicans are calling this bill the Limit, Save, and Grow Act. 
Um, but the problem, and, and I had Congressman Biggs on my show last night, and, you know, he has been all over Twitter, and he's been lambasting this, that, you know, driving this country over a cliff um, at 60 miles an hour as the Republicans versus 90 miles an hour as the Democrats is still driving the country over a cliff because the McCarthy bill expands our debt to $42 trillion, another $10 trillion in debt in 10 years. That's not limiting anything. Yes, it's got some spending cuts in it, but it but the debt the, the government's definition of spending cuts is that they don't increase spending at as fast of a rate as they were in the past. They're not really cutting any spending out. Otherwise how would they be increasing the debt by ten trillion dollars? Both parties right now and, and somebody emailed me saying ask Andy Biggs what he's gonna do about it. Well he's been trying. He's in the minority. There's only like four or five true conservatives in the House of Representatives and they've been screaming screaming to try to stop this and they didn't vote for it that's all bigs can do but here we are exactly and it all goes back to government spending the bigger bigger the government the smaller the person i mean folks imagine this you got a mortgage and suddenly you can't pay the mortgage and you went to the bank and says how about if you just instead Instead of allowing me to pay my mortgage payment, why don't we increase this a hundred thousand and you take the current mortgage payments to pay these mortgages and increase my debt by a hundred thousand? Yeah. How do you think that would work? It, w- <laughs> it wouldn't. It no. wouldn't. But that's what the government's doing. They're going to say, okay, uh, we can't afford this anymore, so let's get some more money. Let's print some more money, and that way we'll solve it later. They never solve it later. It's like Social Security. Social Security should have had raised the retirement age 15 years ago. Yeah. It solved a huge amount of problem, but no one wants to do it. I mean, look what happened in France when France decides to raise the retirement age there. They're rising in the streets. But I tell you, this is not going to last very long, folks. You can't continue raising the debt without having some fiscal restraint by the federal government. But the Republican Party is acting like this bill and Marjorie Taylor Greene is restraint. One of the Republicans who voted for this said it's about time we restore some fiscal sanity. Well, can you explain to me how growing the debt to $42 trillion is fiscal sanity? It's not. And Biggs has spent the entire week doing video after video on his Twitter and what he's trying to get the support of the people to back him to push some pressure on McCarthy and he's been trying to whip. He's not He's not in a whip, but he's been was trying to whip people to come into his side and the republicans are trying to act like this is a win like they really won the chicken you know what what's it called a standoff or the chicken game a game of chicken when they were the first ones to say yeah let's increase the the debt ceiling and we want to to cut some spending at the same time that's not exactly my idea of a successful game of chicken well andrew you know we need to think about some kind of compromise. Obviously, right. the Republican bill is better than the Democratic bill. True. You're right. It's True. 50 miles versus 90 miles. But it's better than what the Democrats True. Want to have. You're right. You're and, right. And, and really, you know, of course, we'd rather have 
a stronger bill saying, hell no, let's not increase the debt limit. Let's figure out where you're wasting money. And God knows the federal government is wasting money. I mean, Reagan had a study done on it many years ago saying what they ought to do and to cut spending and all that. And no one did anything about it. And that was Reagan 40 years ago. No, it's just continued to grow, and it began exponentially growing with George W. Bush. Yes. And, yeah, with his greedy geezer bill, his Wall Street bailout. I don't know how many times I've had to explain to people, why you Democrats hate Bush so bad when really, you know, his policies and Obama's policies were pretty much the same. Well, he gave permission to Obama to do what he did. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He did. Right. And then and then once the and it was Obama who said when he was running for office in 2008 that it was so irresponsible and it was basically I can't remember the words he chose, but it was abusive, basically, of the American people for George W. Bush to run up that kind of debt that he did on us. And and so, yeah. And so what and the American people just don't seem to understand. And this is what I don't understand. Elhoff is that we all know in our personal lives that there's a maximum amount of debt that we can take on in our lives or we're going to crash and burn. And yes, you can file BK, but that's really not a good choice for you to do. And um, because it's painful and yeah, you can rebuild over time, but that rebuilding can, you can lose a lot in the process or like Bed Bath & Beyond is going out of business and people are losing their jobs. I mean, it's, it's, it's not good when you crash and burn financially. And, but the, so the American people understand that in their own lives, but for some reason they don't seem to get that it's really the same thing for a government and we're heading towards a cliff. Well, there's no doubt about that. I can't disagree with you at all, Andrea. And somewhere, somehow, I don't know how it's going to take place, but this election in 2024 is going to be very important. Either the country's going to go down the tubes or we're going to change things and turn things around. And things need to be changed, turned around. Because I mean, Elhoff, it's got to be a complete off. 180. It's got to be. I mean, what did uh, Biden do to Trump policies? A complete 180. Yeah. I mean, a complete 180. Complete 180, and we're feeling the devastation of it. And there's, and the only the only explanation for the midterms was uh, that the Democrats had a great ground game, and the Republican Party refused to play the game. They refused to dedicate money to key races that they knew um, would swing these states, and had no ground game to counter it. And as Hugh Hewitt has said, I think it, yeah, I think you quote, I think it was Hugh Hewitt you quote if all the time. Not close, right? they can't cheat. If it's not close, they can't cheat. And they did cheat because it was close enough and the Republican Party allowed it to be close instead of investing in races uh, like Masters and, and Hamaday and Kerry Lake in Arizona and beyond. Well, Andrea, that's why some people say their vote doesn't matter. You know what? If everybody that said that went out and voted, yeah, it would. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I, I tell you what, they keep on, you keep on saying that they cheated. I believe they cheated. You believe they cheated. But most of the people out there, when you go and say the Democrats cheated, oh, you are one of those. Oh, well, yeah, right? because the Republican Party joined in with the Democrats 
Um, basically, you know, turning only Republicans, by the way, Democrats can can deny election results all day long. But it, but the Republican Party allowed Americans to be besmirched with the pejorative of being an election denier. If you question the outcome of elections, well, I'm American. I got the right to question whatever I want. And when I see that 50,000 people, dead people voted in Arizona or voted out of district, which was 35,000 more votes than Biden supposedly won by, you're dang right I'm going to question it. When the, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court breaks the constitution of the state and the country and rewrites the election laws uh, in order to favor the Democrats, I'm going to say that fraud occurred and the and the election was stolen and I could go on and on and on and on and on. Um, there was something that happened today that I, I giggled about it earlier. Now I don't think it's funny. I don't know. Maybe Elhoff would think it was funny. Okay, so there was so Biden did a press conference today and it was caught on video that he had a cheat sheet with him. And on the cheat and on the cheat sheet it had names of reporters he was supposed to call on with their picture because otherwise he didn't the name it, it wasn't enough for that cognitive brain issued brain of his and the exact quotes of what the person's going to ask him i mean we you know uh and in um one of the answers was this clip five and uh it's generating significant economic growth in america and not hurting anybody and by the way it's creating jobs in in South Korea. It's creating jobs in South Korea, not just with SK, but all, anyway, with Samsung and other uh, other industries. Gee, Elhoff, we're supposed to be excited that he uh, that, creating jobs in South Korea. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the planted. <laughs> that was one of the planted questions today. Uh huh. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, yeah. people, I don't, I just don't get it. I can't believe this guy <laughs> is president of the United States. But, you know, the way the election was won, the, with the FBI against uh, uh, Trump, with the uh, uh, the government. And the media. This goes to show, media. this is a perfect example of electioneering and fraudulent elections involving a media that is now state-run. We are now officially state-run media, no different than Pravda in many ways, or North Korea. Banana States of America. We're bananas, the banana states of America, where the President of the United States is choosing a reporter. He's already been given the question, and he's already got the canned answer. It's completely scripted. And the answer answer, by the way, is jobs in South Korea. <laughs> you would think if they were going to script something, that it would be something of benefit to the U.S., but it can't because he's done nothing beneficial for the United States of America. Nothing. Totally. I can't agree with you more. And people need to wake up. The biggest problem is, is a lot of these people that are voting out there are recipients yes. of the government. Yeah, they're on the dole. It's why they can't, in the UK, they can't get rid of that health system over there because it employs two-thirds of the population or a third of the population. So it's like, okay, they're sitting there thinking, am I going to vote myself out of a job or just go through life with bad teeth? I mean, that you know, they're, they've... <laughs> <laughs> They've chosen uh, to perpetually need, you know, you know, dentures. So there exactly. we have it. Now, how can you help people at these times? I mean, we're 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 going off a cliff in debt. We yeah. don't know. We don't know what's going to happen to our country. So how can you help anybody 
figure well, out what to do with our money. What I can help them with is the fact that the uh, traditional financial planners and advisors out there are using the basic formula that is flawed. The basic mm-hmm. formula is this. They're telling you to put money at a rate of return over a period of time. That formula is so flawed because it doesn't take into account any of the eroding factors. Well, it's very that's very 1992, right? Or 1987. Well, and and, Andrea, people don't understand eroding factors, taxes, regulation, right? uh, Inflation, depreciation, deflation, all these things are affecting them and they don't have any clue on it. They're going to accumulate X amount of money on this false formula because the rate of return, you don't know what that's going to be. How yeah. much money you put in, you have some control, but that money you're putting in goes up and down in value every other year. Yeah. And over time, the only good thing we have is time. But once you've wasted time, you waited too long, you can't get you it lost that time. Yeah. And then you have accumulation, and they give you this big number out there that says you're going to have a million bucks. But that isn't what you got to spend because it's usually in a qualified plan locked up by the government, and the government's going to tell you later on what their share is going to be. And with way we are spending money and the way we are increasing debt, taxes have to go up. Yeah, they have to. And, that means and we already know that take a bigger share. Right. Well, inflation is a hidden tax. And we yeah. already know that there's taxes in the form of increased interest rates on credit cards. People are already buried yeah. during COVID. We also know, as we've talked about a couple of times on the show uh, already, that the Biden administration's got uh, coming May 1, new home buyers or people refinancing their existing home. If you've got good credit, you're going to have to pay a higher interest rate. You're going to have to pay a penalty. Uh, for having good credit to help subsidize and and mitigate risk for, you know, people with bad credit and who don't have money to put down on a home. So if people need to be thinking out of the box, they need to stop thinking that all they need to do is is fund their 401k and um, or even just buy gold. That seems to be all day, every day what I hear, um, buy gold. And I'm not saying and I'm not here to tell anybody you shouldn't have gold in your portfolio. But to think that the solution is to pull all of your money out of any account you've got and buy a bunch of gold is insane. So you need somebody to help you figure out the different options of what your situation is and have it be customized to you and have it be thinking out of the out of the uh, out of the, the old tired box that people exactly. have allowed themselves to get put into, and that's you. And that's why I wanted you to do these News You Can Use segments for people. So tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. 619-548-0965. Text me or leave a voicemail. I'll get back to you. Or you can go to my website, financialthoughtdoctor.com. There's a lot of material there that you can help you along to get you to think differently about your strategies going into the future. Much of what people see is clouded. And what I see compared to what they see could be different. What I see may be helpful to them to look into the future. So 619-548-0965, spell out financialthoughtdoctor.com, and contact me through the website. All right, my dear. Thanks so much. All right. Appreciate it, my dear.
All righty. Take it easy. All right. Love you. Take Love care. you, too. All right. Now, stay tuned. We got a story out of San Diego that's going to make San Diegans angry, but I got to laugh at it because it's so absurd, and it's giving me Breaking Bad vibes with Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> Airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Hi, Andrea. You know, we're at that point Ben Franklin talked about. He said, as soon as the public knows that they can vote their income that they get from the government... Our republic will end, and I'm afraid he's right. Come to California, as you know, and see what it's like. Yeah, thank you, caller. Appreciate you calling in. Um, We're in the process of seeing if we can pull the audio. Tucker Carlson has released a video tonight, and here's what's interesting. We'll see if we can pull it up from our audio source. Um, It's already received 11 million views, which is almost triple, no, almost four times his average audience on Fox News at night, and Fox has suffered. I'm actually surprised that they're still pulling in half of his audience at that time slot. I would have expected that they would be pulling in nobody at that time slot. Why would anybody be too tuning in at the spot that was Tucker's and watch <coughs> the clown show that they've got going on there. Um, but um, it, from what I could hear of it uh, during the break, um, I'm excited. And um, we're going to see Skins is seeing if he can pull the audio of it and because we don't want to pull something that we don't have the right to be pulling and playing on our show. So we're going to see if... Uh, People can brace themselves. We have the audio. All right. Oh, please play. Good evening. It's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country. Kind and decent people. People who really care about what's true. And a bunch of hilarious people also. A lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. 
At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. Wow. Wow. What's your initial reaction, Skins? I want to know what he's going to do next, because obviously he got, he's got an idea. Well, yeah. And he's not... A, He's not wrong. We are in such a ridiculous time of history in this nation. If we have people that speak their mind, whether they have jobs like Tucker's or not, and just speak the truth, and they do it calmly and not erratically, and enough people stand up, they don't have a choice but to hear us. Right. As long as you can hear the truth, as long as there are sources of truth, truth, there's hope. He has such an amazing talent at... In spite of the fact that he uses big words like orthodoxy uh, and, and, and things like that, and he has such an ability to connect with an audience, and he is just as good listening to him without even being able to see him, and that's such a gift because O'Reilly couldn't make radio work because there was something about him that you needed to see him, particularly when he was snarky. It just His brand of whatever just worked on camera and didn't really work that great on, you know, on the radio, but just listening to that was just as effective to me as watching him. And my point is, with his talent and his abilities, as well as his obviously newfound mission, that's a man with a mission. That's a man who I think, and now as I've noticed that he's had to, that he's pulled back on Bobolinsky, didn't go all the way on Bobolinsky, stopped at a certain point on Jan 6. I think that was because of Fox's controls. And I, I think that I think that the good news for us and 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 I said at the time, um, I think it even if he's still because you've got to I, I'm still sitting here as much as I say that the reality is he still hates Trump and thinks he's demonic and you know what those two things can coexist you can you can dislike and you know why because one of the things he said is so absolutely truthful that the iron hand is that truth prevails and his content isn't really about supporting any one individual it's about truth and what he's talking about with january 6 and the reports he did on january 6 doesn't have anything to do with trump or anybody else it had to do with let's talk about what happened that day well it's like you always talk about it's all about policy you don't have loyalty to an individual i don't i don't advocate for party or paul and it's making some people crazy on twitter right now because it's like is she is she 100 percent trump or is she 100 percent desantis well why do you have to be either why does it have to be and that's part of the problem with conservatism as well is that it's like you have to be all in for this person now and you're not allowed to to question them or criticize them and then as soon as you decide you're not going to be all in for that person now you got to be all in for this new one and those people that are all in for this new one can't hear any criticism of him when what we and that and so that and that's why i really felt uh his point on the fact that there's no real debates out there that are relevant because you can't tell me that you're abandoning Trump when seven for seven years or six years you had nothing bad to say about Trump. Now Trump didn't do anything good and you're all in on DeSantis who you criticize for, for reasons while he was governor. But now, now DeSantis is perfect and you can't hear any criticism of him. That's not debate. 
That's not debate. We need to be debating issues on their merits. And he and, and he outlined some of them and he did it and, and he did it. And what I think is so brilliant about him is that he did things in a way uh, he, when he outlined the issues that we're not debating emerging science. Um, you know, I, you know, he says emerging science and I say mutilating children. So that's probably why he's got a bigger profile because <laughs> he, you know, um, not everybody, you know, wants to tune in to hear somebody be that honest about it. Um, it remains to be seen. I think the fact that he could get 11 million views in a few minutes on Twitter, which many, con- many, conser- many conservatives aren't even on Twitter, right? I mean, you're not on Twitter. I go back and forth. I'll go months at a time without going on Twitter. He's on there for two seconds. He's got 11 million 11 views. 11 million views. You know what, Fox? That's the biggest middle finger to you that he got 11 million views and i implore everybody that was only watching fox to watch tucker never watch fox stop watching fox why is anybody turning it on hannity when was the last time hannity moved the needle at all for conservatism in any way he could have gotten those Jan You know how connected Hannity is? Did he show those Jan 6 footage? His whole tagline on his show has been holding them accountable. He wasn't the one to show the Jan 6 footage, was he? Did, did Hannity do, the, do the, the stuff on the vaccines like Tucker did? No. Why are you watching Hannity? Why are you watching Laura Ingram? For whatever reasons, you know, Fox had, and they have their reasons, they are done as a yeah. network. Yeah, they're done. And there's speculation today, because they're obviously done, that they may be setting it up to sell it. Well, why would you destroy it financially if you're trying to sell it? That makes no fiscal <laughs> sense. Right. Babylon B had a headline. I put it up on my Instagram, and it said, um, Fox News fires the only reason why anybody watches Fox News. So stop watching Fox News. Uh, uh, oh, and by the way, um, y'all know I love Brian Maloney, but I said at the time, I don't believe this lawsuit is the new real reason, had any legs, and was a reason for them to get rid of him. Do you know now that it's being revealed? And I was right. Did I not say that the other night? I love Brian Maloney, but I was right. I said, this lawsuit is a nothing burger. Come to find out this woman who's filed this lawsuit has never met Tucker. Never met the man. Part of the reason is a lot of people don't know is that he actually moved to Florida and he's been based out of Florida and does the show from from Florida and has for years. He no longer lives in D.C. So um, I think I've never met him, but I would tell you that my gut is that he is at his core has been a like a like a Kennedy Democrat really is who he is and the nation has just gone too crazy left for him it's just gone too crazy left for yeah him. i see a lot of correlations between him and like rfk yeah rfk um i don't know what made the switching gears now um there was a scary headline today somewhere i can't remember where it was that said we could be looking at 10 years of kamala harris 10 years of Kamala Harris because no there KGP Mophead she wouldn't even commit today that that Joe Biden was going to going to finish out his first term if they manage to prop him up and reinstall him into the ovals it's going to be with Kamala Harris and at most 
he would serve two years of that term. So we could be looking I at didn't, Andrea, I didn't think he was going to do six months. I didn't think so either. But then Kamala, right? The whole border thing. So Larry Kudlow has put together a little best of for Kamala. This is what we could be looking at for 10 years in the Oval Office, clip six. Now, her term has, as vice president has, to say the least, been rather undistinguished. She was appointed border czar. She was also put in charge of getting a universal mail-in voting rights bill passed in the Senate, among other assignments. I think it's fair to say these projects did not end successfully for her. In fact, we put together a small montage of V. Paris's greatest hits. Take a look. So I think it's very important for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present. (laughs) So during Women's History Month, we celebrate and we honor the women who made history throughout history, who saw what could be unburdened by what had been. The significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. At some point, you know, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So this whole, this, whole, this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. <laughs> well, apparently, Ms. Harris, uh, who right. hasn't been That's to the border. Um, yeah, this is, what, this is what we have as vice president of the United States. Pathetic, but funny. Speaking of funny, we're finally going to get to the San Diego story that I've been trying to, uh, I've been holding in my pocket, but I had to play the Tucker. And did you guys hear, what did you guys think of the Tucker um, announcement tonight? 888-344-1170. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. So checking emails, got an email from Sean about the Trump discussion. He says, I call it the Saul effect. If you know the Bible, if Trump doesn't see that he can be overbearing and unwilling to apologize for whatever in front of the public, he says, case closed. He's out, question mark. Um, I'm not entirely sure, Sean, um, what your point is here. Are you suge- Are you asking me if I think Trump's out? If he doesn't see that he can be uh, uh, over, I see, I don't see it as being him being overbearing or unwilling to apologize. I don't think it's about, I, I don't mind as being overbearing. It's not about him apologizing. I'm not asking for anybody to say they're sorry. Um, it's, it's really more about an acknowledgement of he's, he's losing Democrats and independents for a variety of reasons. When it comes to independence, it's over COVID. It's also, he's also losing a lot of conservatives to DeSantis who, um, think that Trump never did anything, that Trump made bad personnel decisions and that, um, and, and that's why he didn't get the, the swamp drained and that he handed over his presidency to Fauci and it was a mistake. And unless he shows that he's going to make better personnel choices, that it's just that he's not going to get as as much as they love him, that he's not going to get his agenda through and that they see DeSantis as more of a doer 
Um, but DeSantis has not shown me he's a doer in terms of the federal level because he's never governed at the federal level. Um, it looks like we have a caller. I'm not sure who's on. Uh, best on the other side of the break. All right, so we're Short gonna, on time. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We will go to your calls. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Just got some bad news during the break. I'm going to go to the phones. And uh, Francisca from San Diego, our friend Francisca, is on the line. And we always appreciate her calls. Hello, my dear. Hi, I'm totally upset. You are? <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, I, I was, uh, the part that I hit me uh, from uh, Tucker Carlson was that there's no debate. Because I receive a card where it's, it's asking me, my party, it says, oh, we appreciate you so much. Uh, give us your money. And by the way, I was reelected. So who am I? When they get ele- elected, they decide, yes, this, no, that. But you give us your money because yep. what? Am I a slave or what? You know, I'm so totally, totally upset because they, they irritate me because it's my freedom. It's, a, it's like a, when we accept those things, we think uh, we are nothing. Mm-hmm. But but how I'm always want to fix things. <laughs> I just don't want to. Yeah, that problem is, it has to have a solution immediately in order for us not to carry all these things all over the place and to, for for us to be overwhelmed. And so to fix it, I want to think that I I dream that I can convince so many people to. Ask uh, Trump to be good on his word, yes. to give the, back the power to citizens. That means that uh, we have to collect so many people to ask uh, Trump, you know, deliver us and give us the power to regular people. So if we have power, then we can elect and we decide that they have a, or, right. or they don't have it. That's but why, that's why, and, and, and in order to solve every problem that we've got in this country, it, it, it all centers on giving the power back to the people. And that means that we've got to decentralize the power. We've, and that starts with routing out the deep state. And that's what Trump, and, and I've got some, and, and I understand people's concerns about that he didn't do more and he chose some wrong people, but he didn't realize and nobody did when he showed up in DC in January, um, what was going on behind the scenes and by the time we all realized it it was it was a little too late and uh, but now he could share a, a, a plan and make a promise like he did with a supreme court justice nominees and what the plan is to route out the deep state as well as to decentralize the power we need to completely get rid of the department of education he we need to be dismantling the cdc and the nih and the niaid and all these big quote science departments that are really doing nothing but making money off the backs of the taxpayers. But the biggest thing and most important thing is to dismantle the power that's been amassed at the FBI and the Department of Justice of deep state Marxist communists that are seeking to destroy us from within. If we don't do that, then then our country will not be saved because they've got to get rid of that so that that's how the power comes back to the people. It, but it's, except that I, my dream is like, a, if we have the power within inside the party, then we can do these other things. But if we 
expect them to do all these things. Right. The game keeps on going. And one of the things that we can do, and one of the things we can do, Francisca, before we have to let you go, is already within the party is stop giving any part any money to the Republican National Committee, the RNC. Right now, they got a party where they're taking money, pretending that they want to win, and they've got Bud Light sitting up there. And, right. you know, that's not wanting to win that that's handing our mm-hmm. country over yeah. to to the Marxist. And why would we give them any mo- any money? And uh, Ronna McDaniel was able to stay in charge of the Republican Party because of her ability to raise money. And that tells me that right now the party only cares about making money. It's all they care about. They don't right. care about winning. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about doing anything right for us. So we have to do what we can to take the power back. That's what we got to do. Love you, Francisca. Thank you for calling you. in. Appreciate it. Um, okay. Um, the bad news. Should I share the bad news that I got? Uh, if you're that? able to do so, I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's disheartening for people like that of which you love and know. Yes. Um, I'm super excited that we are one month away from the graduation of the Naval Academy, Woodrow Oris, W. It's been his lifelong dream. It's my besties kid. It's been his lifelong dream to be a, 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 a pilot in the Navy. He was he became a pilot at 13 for the Civil Air Patrol. Um, it, he's realized his dream. He's graduating from the Naval he Academy. Oh, yeah. He's graduated from the Naval Academy. He got chosen to go to flight training school in Pensacola. I, can't, I the, the whole week of graduation is going to be amazing. And then I find out who the keynote speaker is. It's Joe Biden. I can't even say it. It's Joe Biden. He's got to be so oh. excited and let down at the same time. I'm let down. I mean, for them, they get to look back and say the president of the United States oh, spoke yeah, at, their sure. constitution, at their constitution at their at the graduation. For me, how am I? I, I how am I, I'm going to have to put some earplugs in, and I'm going to have to. I don't know how I'm going to make it through. All right. Love you guys. We'll be back tomorrow night, the Friday Eve show on Thursday Eve. Follow me on all the socials. Don't forget to download the podcast. Peace out. Love you all. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.